Hello everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Anna. And this is Conversations with the Candidates. This interview is with Pro Muti, candidate for president. Hope you enjoy. So could you tell me a little bit about yourself, your name, your major, where you're from, and of course your favorite song since we are here at radio. Of course, of course. Well, thank you, Anna and Lauren, for having me here on your show. Um, my name is Pum Yudi. I'm a third-year microbiology student from sunny Santa Monica, California. Um, let's see. I'm a commuter student, so I commute to school every day. And I'm a first-generation Asian-American. I work at my parents' Thai restaurant, Go Pum Thai Cuisine. I'm a shameless plug for that. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm running for USAC president right now, and I would say that my favorite song, since we he are here at radio, is Sweet Georgia Brown. I um, When I was a kid, I would go antiquing with my parents a lot, and, you know, being a kid, I'd spend nickels and dimes buying records, because that's what I could buy, and uh, the most popular record then was Sweet Georgia Brown. It's been recorded since the 20s, and there's several artists who does recordings of that, and so it's great, yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> okay, awesome. Okay, so the next thing we want to know is your most compelling reason why we should vote for you and your number one platform. So kind of just like your 20-second elevator pitch. Okay, yeah, for sure. So the number one reason why I'm running for president right now is because I believe our clubs and our organizations, they need more support. Um, you know, going to UCLA here, our clubs and orgs, they're the ones that do the work out in the community. They are the ones who do the community service. They're the ones who give students resources. They're the ones who form communities here. And so I believe that our clubs and orgs, they need our support right now in student government. And they also need a voice in student government because how can we reach out to a big demographic of students? Uh, that's by reaching out to clubs and orgs and that's by having them, giving them a permanent platform in our student government for them to, you know, voice their opinions and you know, be the voice of the student body. Yeah, I love that. I mean, sometimes I notice, like, being in USAC myself, we kind of step away from focusing on organizations or clubs and try to go for more lofty goals. And so I appreciate you, like, bringing that up and, like, focusing more on campus-specific initiatives. I guess my follow-up on that would be, what tangible ideas or plans do you have to specifically work with those organizations? Yes, that brings me to, you know, go, going back to my main, one of my main platforms is supporting our clubs and organizations. And for that, I think that we should have a presidential advisory cabinet, and that is one of my big platforms here, where we were going to have every sole organization have a seat in my cabinet. And we need to do that for several reasons. Um, I think that the number one thing is, of course, having students heard, basic fair representation. When student government was started at UCLA, we had about 3,000 students here. We had about, I think, three to four gen reps. Now we have about 35,000 students. We just admitted our largest class. And so that number means that we're going to need more and more ways for students to speak out in student government. So that's thing number one, having student representation in student government through clubs and orgs. I also think that you know, when it comes to USAC working on the issues, such as um, student houselessness, uh, food insecurity, community service, uh, I have eight core departments in that cabinet. I think that the best way for student government to work in all those areas is to get our clubs and orgs involved. I mean, who better to deal with food insecurity than um, swipe out hunger? Yeah. Uh, who better to deal with the student houselessness issue than, uh, you know, Ruin Shelter, for instance, um, that's a great way to get the clubs involved. So that's why, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. And so how would your presidential advisory cabinet, how would it look in USAC's existing bylaws? Would there be any sort of complications with that? 
I don't think it will. there will be any complication with USAC's bylaws. We have the Presidential Congressional Advisory Board, which is set up for, you know, the mother orgs to communicate with the president's office. Essentially, we're bringing the same thing here, and we're giving uh, students a permanent platform. That's the key word here also is permanent because, you know, presidents change, and we just want the same issues to be highlighted because there are long-term issues which continue to affect the student body, and we want to make sure that the president is advised on that. So going back to affecting the bylaws, uh, it will not affect the bylaws because, again, this is an advisory board that will permanently be there to advise the president. So, okay, so because there are, like, I don't even know how many um, organizations on campus, how are you ensuring that everyone has a say in the board? Of course. So... With any measure when it comes to student government, I think getting students involved is a big thing. I've been in the internal vice president's office for two years now, and we uh, work with, you know, uh, the student community here on campus, and getting people involved is a big problem. However, I think that by gradually, you know, making USAC more accessible, and I think as president that that is part of my job too, is to make the president's uh, office more accessible, um, we can get students involved and we can get students involved, and that's 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 really the main goal here is is to get that first. And once we have that, you know, so hopefully this this presidential advisory cabinet is a way for students to come in and uh, sit down at the table with everyone. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess a follow up is, what does the office of the president do? I mean, a lot of students don't really know about USAC. There's a lot going on in USAC, so. What does the office of the president do? So if I were to describe the office of the president in my own terms, I would say that the office of the president essentially guides USAC and its actions throughout the quarter, throughout the year. Um, you know, the president leads council meetings and it leads all the offices. And but what does that mean? Right. So I think what it means here is the president's office guides the direction that USAC takes, whether that's, you know, the um the EVP office, the IVP office, and there and my general direction in what I would make USAC, you know, the path I would take USAC down is the path of supporting our student organization and supporting our students. Because, you know, you brought up a comment earlier is, you know, yeah, sometimes we do get mixed up in the um, big jumble of things. And yes, there, there are bigger problems going on in the world. I, I do admit to this. I do think that the best way for USAC to get involved is to support the clubs and organizations that put in the work to dealing with the problems going on in the world, the problems going on in our campus, and the problems that are affecting students. Yeah. Going off of that, I guess I always kind of wonder, um, what club or organization are you not a part of on campus that you appreciate a lot and like the work that they do or the events that they put on? Of course. Um, I'd say that one of the clubs that, you know, I appreciate a lot on campus is... Uh, one of my friends, his name is Sahaj. He's in he's in Swipe Out Hunger. If Sahaj, you're listening. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, Swipe Out Hunger, which is a great club. They're they're always out there on uh, the hill, trying to get people to donate swipes, and they redistribute those swipes. And I think that you know that's a great way to combat uh, food insecurity here on campus. And um, you know I really appreciate them. And they're they're one of the core you know clubs that I was talking about. Um, the clubs that really go out there and do the work here on campus and student government needs to support them. Okay. I completely agree. Yeah. I know I know the EVP office is doing a lot of work with them right now too. Mm. So yeah. Okay. So this is a 
a little bit more of a fun one. Uh, do you have any hobbies? Hobbies? Uh, yes. Um, so I like to do film photography. I have my own, you know, film camera, and I like to take photos because I like to go out with friends, mm -hmm. and uh, we like to go explore L.A. So I would take a lot of film photos, and um, I would develop it. I, I would develop it in my home. Uh, the only room where there's no lighting would be, you know, the restroom. So I have to close the door and kind of just, <laughs> you know, mess around in there. And uh, yeah, that is that is my probably my number one hobby. And it's great to see the photos come out. Um, I use an app to scan the film once it's developed and everything looks great. So yeah, really? that's what I've been doing. Wow, that's pretty cool. I love that. And then do you have like a place in L.A. when you're like exploring with your friends that like you really recommend other UCLA students should check out? I love our beaches here in L.A. And I know that's a little controversial because, uh, you know, our, our water's a little murky. I have friends from Hawaii who ha say they're... Have you been to Texas? I have not been to Texas, but is, is it murky down it's there? Murky. It's murky. Oh. It's brown. Yeah, so I, I think it's the same thing here. I think our beaches are just fine. And um, uh, the beaches I would recommend are probably... Malibu. Of course. The cliffs of Palos Verde are very nice. Mm -hmm. And our state parks down in OC. Those mm -hmm. are great, mm -hmm. great beaches to go to. Yeah, that's very true. I love Malibu. Uh, okay. It's a good take. Yeah. And then could you talk a little bit about why you decided to run for this position in the first place? And what was kind of the first memory or, or instance that you first got into student government or that made you want to get into student advocacy? Okay. So I would say that, you know, as a Thai American, I, I, I'm, I'm a practicing Buddhist, mm -hmm. and I go to Thai temple. Uh, the nearest one is in North Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was six or seven, um, they had a little eye clinic there, ran by UCLA, or at least that's what the banner said, right? <laughs> and um, I thought it was really cool that, you know, we had, we had people at my Thai temple. They were, you know, they were different. They were different from me. They were different from my family, but they were still there, and they were serving my community, giving free eye exams. I now know that you know, that was uh, the optometry club, uh, the vision project here on campus. And I think that I, I think that we need to support the clubs here and the clubs and organizations here on campus. And because I'm an L.A. native, I appreciate the work that UCLA does for my community so much. And people ask me, you know, what are your plans after college? Well, my plan is to stay in L.A. And as someone who's here in L.A., UCLA just means so much. And the work that the students put in, it's just incredible work i mean in our town here in los angeles you either go to ucla or usc i prefer ucla because you know it's just incredible the work that our students do and so i just want to make sure that there's someone in student government who has their back because they have the back of my community and it's just it just means the world to me um as to why i got started in student government oh i've been in the ivp office for two years now uh last year i was in the um the uh meet material needs committee um, with the internal vice president, Cass, and we raised about $30,000 to give to students for housing relief. Wow. Yes, yeah, so this year I'm also in the IVP office, in the Office of Student Involvement, working with our clubs and orgs, and and throwing you know events that get the community involved, whether that's like a de-stressor or we have um, an event coming up in May as well. Look out for that. <laughs> uh, the main focus I wanted to get into student government was because I wanted to get involved in student life, and I wanted to get involved in you know taking care of the student body and I think that sometimes in USAC we forget that you know the main focus of student government is it should focus on our student body to make sure that they can achieve their dreams and their goals and whatever plans that they have for our community yeah I love that I really appreciated what you said about like 
focusing on the LA community specifically because I feel like sometimes as students we get a little isolated from the rest of LA like we're kind of in our own little UCLA bubble so I really like it when people talk about getting into the Los Angeles community so yeah. So one of your platforms is focused on improving infrastructure and resources on campus. Um, Specifically, one part is aimed at decreasing the prices of parking passes, which Mm -hmm. would be a great thing for everybody, especially commuter students. Oh, certainly, yep. Um, But I have to wonder, what is your current plan on how to get this uh, accomplished, and how do you aim to work to finish it? Of course. So when it comes to when it comes to the issue of parking permits on campus, I think it ties into a very much bigger problem we see here on campus, and that is students having to subsidize for their education. And, you know, when it comes to that, we pay two hundred and forty something dollars for student fees at the, you know, the start of every year. Uh, That amounts to about nine, eight million dollars, I believe. And with that being said, why are we still subsidizing for our education? I mean, I just went to CN, CACN last night, the um, the culture night, and they have to spend thirty, forty thousand dollars to rent out Royce Hall, and that just doesn't make sense to me. Students have to pay for lab coats and goggles. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, I have a friend who is a film major, and to do her, you know, her her project for her directorship, her her director's plat pathway, uh, you know, she has to spend like. The school says $3,000 to produce your own film. It costs way more than that to produce your own film. So it, it just doesn't make sense to me why we have to subsidize for education. And when it comes to parking permits, I'm a commuter student myself, and I don't want to pay close to $300. I believe it's $291 right now. I could be wrong, but it's close to 300 And that's just a ridiculous rate to pay for a quarter. And so my plan to work on this is, of course, we have to look at how our student fees are being spent and... Right now, you know, USAC releases a report on how it's spent. But as president, I would say that my main initiative here is to lead USAC to cut its spending, um, cut its spending, and then put more of our spending into our clubs and our organizations. Because I want a lot of our student fees to go back into the student body. And so that is my main plan right now. Also, when it comes to who I work with, again, going back to my idea of the presidential advisory cabinet, this is a team effort, and I want you know people in the student body, our clubs, our organizations, to get involved with us. I mean, we have Bruin Media, we have the Daily Bruin, and we have UCLA Radio out here, and I think that you know because I believe the president's office needs to reach out more, I would utilize you know our resources and make relationships with these clubs and orgs to get outreach and to get people to know about the benefits we have and the benefits we offer. Okay, so going back to what you said about the $240 a year, are those just USAC fees that we pay? Uh, Those are student fees that go into, you know, various things. They go into running USAC, they go into contingency, um, surplus funding. They, they, They really go into, you know, they are student fees because they are supposed to go back to our student body. Now, I know saying supposed is a loaded thing, um, but what I mean is, again, going into USAC, my plan is, again, to allocate most of that money back into the student body because as I believe that student government needs to focus on the student body, student fees should be spent on the students. Okay, and where do you think is the biggest place that you're going that you would reallocate the money from? Right now, we are looking at, you know, the the data that is released uh, every year. And 
there are many things that you know we can cut back on. I think one of the things is um, when it comes to funding retreats for our student government leaders, I, I'm in student government myself. I understand that it's a lot of hard work, but I do think that we can cut spending there uh, when, when this fund is requested. Um, and right now I will say that because I am not uh, the president and I don't have the resources to look into this matter further, that's something that I promise to dedicate myself to when I am president. Okay, cool. Um, and then kind of as a final-ish question, um, mm -hmm. what is one thing that you like about another candidate's platform that if you are elected president, you would hope to implement in your office? Well, we have, um, we have a wide selection of candidates yeah. here this year. And um, if I were to think of one of their platforms that, that, that I think resonated with me, um, it's hard for me to think because in my focus here, again, I, I want to dedicate a lot of student government funds and a lot of our time and our efforts into reaching out to the community, to building community here on campus. And so I'm trying to think of one of my opponents and one of their platforms that is similar to that. And I think that the most similar candidate I have in that regard is um, probably Naomi Riley's uh, platform where she asks, you know, uh, before we set before we um, before we have people at the dinner table, what what are we having? It's it's again a lot of planning and it's it's a lot of communication and that's what I hope to do in my platforms as president. Again, when I talk about the student advisory cabinet, um, that is a very big idea for me because how do we get fair and equal student representation here in student government? Are we going to set up a senate, a house of representatives? How are we going to get those members elected? Right? It's it's like how are we going to do that? The best way is to reach out to the clubs and orgs that are the basis for our community here at UCLA. And so that's what I would do as president. And, you know, that platform really resonates with me. And I do see it present in some of my opponents. But I do believe that having the cabinet is the most permanent way that we can establish this platform for students to have their voices heard. Yeah, and I, I really appreciate that, that, there, that there are multiple um, candidates that are having these sort of ideas to bring in the student body to advise you guys. I think it's a, I think they're really cool ideas. Um, I guess I was wondering, so the cabinet, do you think it would be made of like, like maybe like the leadership from those organizations or they would just choose a representative or what do you think it would look like um, logistically? The most beautiful thing about that, I believe, is having the clubs and organizations send their own representatives so they get to choose who's going to represent them. Um, I'm not here to confine it specifically to the leadership of clubs and orgs. I will say that I will leave it up to their discretion and the, you know, the organizations as a whole to choose who to send to represent them. Because at the end of the day, again, it's, it's about making all those student voices heard here on campus. Okay, great. I love that. I think it's a great idea. Okay, so if you had to name one goal for USAC next year, what would it be? If I had to name one goal for USAC next year, it will again always be to make sure that our students are heard and that our students feel safe here on campus. Um, I think the latter is more important 
And when I'm trying to talk to clubs and organizations, whether it's trying to, you know, uh, extend uh, CSO escort services or it's trying to decrease the price of our parking tickets or it's trying to make it possible to purchase brew and meal plans here on campus, it ties into making our resources more accessible so students feel more at home. And as someone who's lived at home for all my life, you know, working, uh, taking care of my parents, working at the family business, when you're at home, you feel safe. And that's what I intend to do. Yeah. Okay, great. So as we wrap up, is there any final thoughts you would like to share? Anything that you love about UCLA um, with us? Of course. Uh, I would say that my favorite thing about UCLA is, you know, I came here as a commuter student and the outlook was kind of grim. I commute, you know, from home to here to work, back home every day. I really thought that, you know, I, I had imposter syndrome coming in. It's it's not a great feeling, and um, you always think that there's more you can do, and you always think that, you know, other people living on the hill, per se, are having great fun, and you're just kind of stuck here in your own little bubble back at home. But I think the beautiful thing about UCLA is the fact that archive communities are so diverse, our clubs, our organizations. We, we have a lettuce club here on campus. That's, yeah. that's crazy. We have a lettuce club here on campus. And um, we have a lettuce club. We have a poker club. We have clubs. We have yeah. like ACA, uh, cultural organizations. It's mm-hmm. so diverse that there, there are so many avenues for you to get involved in student life, so many ways for you to, you know, dedicate your passion, your efforts, mm-hmm. and see different perspectives on the world and different perspectives in the community that's the most beautiful thing about ucla that's how i got involved and um i wouldn't change it for the world awesome that was great i appreciate it um would you mind plugging us with the location of your parents thai yeah again (laughs) of course yes yes so it's uh it's pum thai cuisine it's in santa monica so it's you just go straight down pico take a left on lincoln and it's going to be right there on Lincoln and Pacific Street. Uh, we, my parents started up in 2003. Um, the, the, the biggest question I get asked is what came first, the poom <laughs> or the poom Thai? <laughs> and, well, the story my dad's always told me was when he opened up the restaurant, um, my mom asked him, you know, what were we going to name it? And I was about nine months then. And he said, you know, he's, he's sold everything he's had. He, uh, he came as a delivery driver. My mom was a waitress, and they sold everything they had. They had nothing left, so they're going to name it after the most valuable thing valuable thing in their lives. So they named it Pum Thai. Yeah. That is the, one of the most adorable stories I've ever heard. That is like, oh, my goodness. Okay. So I'm so excited to try it. It sounds great. What, wait, what's your favorite dish? What do you recommend the most? I'd recommend the Pad Siu. Okay. That is a very mm-hmm. classic, and if you've never had Thai food before, that's that's the dish that I recommend. Okay. I also want to preference the preface the uh, the listeners on the show that <sighs> if they ever come to the restaurant, please uh, DM me on Instagram. I will make sure that we take care of you very well. Oh, great. Okay. So this has been our interview with Poom. Thank we you really, so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank for you for in. having me. Yeah. Thank you. It's a great honor. That was our interview with Poom Moody for president. We hope you all enjoyed it. Remember to vote in the upcoming election on My UCLA and check out UCLA Elections Board for more information on all of the candidates. This has been Conversations with the Candidates, President Edition, Lauren Mayer. Thank you all. Bye-bye.